Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. All over this house right now, lift up up our hearts and our hands and give them thanks. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You alone are worthy. Thank you, Jesus, and thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I like the spirit of the Lord that I feel here this morning. Amen. Amen. If you have your Bible, I'd like to turn your attention to the book of John. Amen. The book of John chapter 10. We're going to look at verse number 9. John chapter 10 and verse number 9 and it reads I am the door by me if any man enter in he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly amen God bless you this morning you may be seated Scripture here says Jesus is saying that he is the door. That if you were to come in by him, that you're going to be saved. And we understand this morning that the way that we come to Jesus is showed us in the book of John, chapter 3 and verse 5. And it shows us how that we need to be born of the water and that we need to be born of the spirit in order to enter into the kingdom of God. You must be born again, the scripture says. And we understand this morning that these are necessities on making it to heaven. I was talking to a man this week, and he, uh, he said sometimes people don't see the need to be baptized. and They don't see the need of receiving the Holy Ghost. But they feel that they're going to go to heaven. I said, well, that's impossible. We know that from the Scripture. It says right there, you must be born again. So I don't know how some, I think sometimes people read things and they hear things, and then it automatically gets changed into what they want to hear and what they want to see. Well, see, when it comes to your soul and to your salvation and to your eternity, you don't want to, your mind to be altering things that it hears. You want to hear it and you want to see it just the way that it says in the Word of God. Jesus said there again, I am the door. Me, as Jesus, I am the door. Meaning, it says that you cannot come any other way. And if you are, you're a thief and a robber. So that tells me I have to come the way that he has shown me to come. And he has shown me to come in Acts 2 and 38 by repentance, being baptized in Jesus' name, and receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm thankful that I see the way to do it. That God has provided us an opportunity to do it the right way. The way it's supposed to be done. 
I don't like phonies and fakes. I don't like to be lied to. I don't like to be deceived. I don't like to get my hopes up for nothing. And that's what this world does. It builds up a false hope and a false security, thinking that you have something to rely on and then coming to find out you ain't got nothing at all. That's what everything the devil brings into your life will do. It will do nothing. It's going to leave you stranded, broke down, and looking for something else. But what did he say that he's going to do? He's going to give you life, and not only life, but life more abundantly. That's why the Holy Ghost is such a wonderful thing. It not only gives you peace and joy, it does not only give you a comfort into your life, but it gives you strength. It gives you opportunity. It gives you direction. It gives you hope. It gives you happiness. Sometimes the devil just wants you to think that you're doing all right. It wants you to think that everything's going to work itself out and that everything will be all right if you just keep holding on for the next thing to come along. But I've come to tell you this morning that's a lie from the devil. If, you're, if you this morning have not been baptized in Jesus' name, and if you have not repented of your sins and you do not have the gift of the Holy Ghost, then you are being lied to. And you need to tell yourself, self, I need to get things straight. I need to understand this morning what I must do in order to go to heaven. You've got to stop pushing things off and postponing things to a more convenient season. Because there is not going to be a more convenient season. For when that season comes, you're going to push it off again. And when it comes again, you're going to keep pushing it off. Because... You have to recognize when you come to God, it takes you actually physically taking part in what God has. And we like to be lazy. We like somebody just to say, oh, you're okay. And oh, it's going to be all right. And oh, oh, you just keep trusting this. And oh, it's going to be just fine. That's nice. And that's all good and well if it was true. But it's not true. I'm not going to go off of somebody's words this morning. I'm not going off of somebody else's relationship with God this morning or what they think. I'm going off what the Word of God has for me right now. Amen. I'm not, you know, I, I'm kind of sick of the devil. I'm sick of what he says. I'm sick of what he does to people's lives and how he deceives people into thinking things. I'm sick of that. And I don't want to just sit by and allow it to keep going on in people's lives around me. I want to help them to see and to understand that God has a more excellent way to live, a more excellent way of doing things. <laughs> Amen. This scripture tells us to be doers of the word and not hearers only. I don't want to just hear how to be saved this morning. I don't want to hear on down the line everything that I need to do and just not do anything about it. I, in my life, have made some mistakes, taken some wrong turns, made some wrong choices. We all have. We all have been in that 
boat per se or that category, however you want to word it. But we all also have an opportunity to erase it, to put it behind us, to come out of that lifestyle and that way of doing things. But see, sometimes we don't think that we're wrong. The things that we used to do or the things that we do sometimes that we, we don't feel that it's, it's inappropriate sometimes. And sometimes, you know, we may not be going and doing everything that's, you know, per se horrible, but it could just be us being ourselves, us going about our own business, doing our life the way we want to do it, and just, you know, being persistent about us. And that's just as bad as going out and doing whatever it is that you can get your hands onto. And sometimes it's worse because it's more difficult for us to be humble. And for us to be obedient to what God's Word says. Those are words that this flesh does not want to hear. You try telling somebody to do something, and if they don't have the Holy Ghost, they're going to give you a dirty look. Their little eyes are going to go up and go, who do you think you are? What do you think you're, who do you think you are trying to tell me how to run my life? Well, first of all, no one's trying to tell you how to run your life. The Word of God is trying to show you how to save your life so you need to recognize that this morning and understand somebody's not trying to tell you what to do. They're trying to show you how to be saved. Amen. Sometimes the attitude wants to get in there. Pride wants to get in there. Emotions want to get in there. You've got to get about your father's business and recognize the fact that, hey, these things don't matter. I'm putting emphasis on things that do not matter at all. But what I need to be focusing on, what I need to be putting my energy into, is making sure that I'm ready. Making sure that my sins are washed away. Making sure that this vessel that God has provided me is full of His Spirit. That's what I'm making sure of this morning. That I'm ready to stand in His presence. That I'm ready to stand and answer for my life and my choices and my decisions that I've made with this time and this vessel that He has given me. God has been gracious to us. He's provided so many things for us, as the brethren have said this morning. I mean, abundantly blessed us in our life every single day. Even before we even knew Him, He had His hand upon us. He was directing us. He was bringing us in to what we need to have. I look back at my life sometimes and I'm amazed at the things God's brought me from and, and the people I used to hang around, the things I used to do. And then I look at where I'm at right now. And I, I just, I, th I can't stop thanking Him enough. I got a phone call this week from a, about a young man that I grew up with. He's the same age as me and he went to our academy at the church and, and he's always a little bit of a rebellious kid anyways. And, and uh, I remember... Pastor Urshan was our principal at the time, and he was cracking down pretty hard on things, on schoolwork and different things of that nature. And, and this kid, he would not listen. He simply, he didn't want it. Uh, we, we, Pastor Urshan enforced a dress code at school, and I remember him getting so mad and saying, I'm not wearing this, and I'm not wearing that. I'm going to wear what I want. So he'd come to school with his own little outfit on, and Pastor Urshan said, go home. He said, you're not coming. Everybody else is lining up. Everybody else is doing what leadership is saying, everybody else is doing, what's a, you know required here, so go home. 
And so his mom would call, and he said, hey, I told him he didn't want to listen, so if he wants to put on his, 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 his uniform and come back to school, that's fine, great. Well, he did for a couple of weeks, but then eventually they had to let him go because he would not, you know, he was disturbing the whole class and all these different things of this nature. And so we grew up a little bit, and now he had left the church. And, uh, you know, we seen him from time to time trying to just get him to, you know, come to church and understand what he needed to do. He knew what he needed to do, but there again, he just didn't want to do it. He wanted to do his thing. He had his big ideas and big plans. And so the other day, phone rang, and, and his family had called and asked for prayer because he had been uh, jumped. A couple guys had beat him into a coma. And they said that he, he's going to be in it for three to six months. They're not real sure. He has quite a bit of brain damage and different things of that nature. And uh, me and Pastor Urshan were talking about it, and I said, you know, I said, he had the same opportunity that I had. He had the same chances that I had, and, and, and Pastor Urshan said that's exactly why people undermine the choices that they make when they're young. Think that it's, they're, it, they're okay and they're invincible, and they don't have to listen to anybody. And sometimes when we get older, we're the same way. I don't have to listen to what you're saying. I don't have to do what you're saying because I've got it figured out. Well, go ask him right now if he's got things figured out. Because he didn't want to listen to what the Word of God was trying to instruct him and trying to pull him in to where he needed to be. But he kept rejecting it. Because that's not what his friends were doing. That's not what his big older brother was doing, who was so cool because he was in jail. Yeah, that's cool, isn't it? But hey, that's what he wanted to be. And that's what I'm saying this morning. Sometimes us and ourselves, we're our worst enemy. Because we get ideas of how things should be. And we work toward that. And we think if it's not like that, it's not the will of God. No, 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 no. Let me tell you what the will of God is. You simply humble yourself and obey what He's doing. And you walk by faith day by day. And what God provides, that's what you need. <laughs> yeah. You just keep walking by faith. You keep trusting in Him. You keep obeying Him. And I'll tell you one thing. You're going to have peace in your life. You're going to have joy in your life. You're going to have understanding in your life. But you know what? The devil's going to come because it may not be what you think it needs to be. <laughs> oh, this isn't what I had planned for. Well, when you get to heaven, you keep doing what you're doing. The way it's supposed to be done, that's what you're planning for. You just have to get through yourself right now. <laughs> You've got to get through these thick heads that we have sometimes. And, say, and you have to remind yourself every once in a while, this is what I want. I'm doing this because I want to be obedient. The children of Israel, when God would deliver them from all the different situations they came through, they were so excited after He first had delivered them and they were ready to do the work ready to stand, ready to go forth, ready, you know, fired up. And then they go a couple months, or weeks, or whatever it was, and, and people from other tribes and, and other countries would be presenting things to them and showing them their gods and their things that they had. And all of a sudden, they weren't so fired up anymore to serve God. Well, that's all the devil wants to do, is steal your fire, steal your faith, Steal your joy, 
steal your opportunity, get you wrapped up with something that you don't need to be wrapped up with, get you in situations that you know that you shouldn't be wrapped up in, but because you're so weak, you fall victim to it. That's why you've got to get yourself a Holy Ghost-filled backbone that's not going to give in to every opportunity, that's not going to give in to every temptation, that's not going to give in to every little blow of the wind, that's going to be able to say, no, 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 devil, I've gone that way, I've tried that out, I know what that does, I don't want any part of it. I want what God has given me. And I want to keep doing what God has given me. And I don't want to change it one ounce. Because I see what happens to people when they change it. I see what happens to their lifestyle when they change it. One little bit. People want to think little details aren't a big deal. Well, your detail may not be a big deal, but the next generation is going to see your detail and add a little bit to it and then on down the road. And that's why we have so many different religions and so many different ideas of how to go to heaven. But see, the thing is, there's still only one way of doing everything. And it's right here in this book. It hasn't changed one bit. And we can't change one bit from what it's saying. Amen. Amen. The children of Israel would forget because they stopped praying. They forgot because they stopped giving God thanks for delivering them from all of their situations. I never want to stop praying. I never want to stop repenting. I never want to stop humbling and breaking myself down. Because the second we stop doing that, the second we start getting a big head. We start thinking we're somebody. We start thinking we've got things figured out. I don't have anything figured out. I've had the Holy Ghost for close to, oh man, almost 15 years. And I still don't have everything figured out. But I'm not discouraged by that. I don't want to figure everything out. I want to keep walking by faith. Keep letting God supply. Keep knowing, God, I know that you've got something on the way. I know that I see down the road. I know everything's working out the way it's supposed to be. And I just want to keep trusting Him. Amen. I just want to trust Him. I don't want to lose my dependency upon Him. I don't want to lose my dependency upon the Holy Ghost every single day that it gives me. I want to keep my prayers strong. I want to keep that plugged in that I keep getting refilled, that I keep getting fresh anointing. Amen. I don't want to lose my fire. I don't want my fire to get weak. I don't want it to turn into just a, some, some red hot coals. No, no, I want that fire burning. I want it burning brighter every day He gives me. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I'm so thankful for the encouragement that God gives us. And it comes from so many different angles sometimes, or so many different places. We, uh, we've been working at the building and, and uh, some young brethren had come and helped and they were a blessing to us a tremendous blessing and, and their spirit was so wonderful and 
so outgoing and so humble and so eager to do the work of God. And it was such an encouragement to me because, you know, sometimes you get heavy loaded sometimes and you, you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel because it seems like there's so much going on. All of a sudden, God brings a blessing in, a little bit of encouragement, a little bit of a boost to kind of push you, kind of help out, kind of lift the load a little bit. And that is a blessing. Amen. I'm thankful for every blessing that God sends and every blessing that God directs in our way. Amen. But most importantly, God gives us His Spirit, an opportunity to apply that Spirit into our hearts. Amen. I like that. I like having the opportunity to pray to God. And not only to pray, but to receive from Him when I pray. It's not just crying out into the open and, 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 and just, you know, hoping everything works out. I know when I pray, God hears my prayer. I know God sees me in my situation right this morning in this house. And I know He hears me. And I'm thankful for that. Amen. And I'm not going to take advantage of it. I'm not going to take the easy way, and I'm not going to do what this flesh wants to do. Because we come in the house of God sometimes, and this flesh is tired, it's weak and wearied and wore out, and it just wants to get through and get by and go home and take a nap or whatever the day has, and, and we can't focus enough on what's going on right now. I came into service Thursday night, and... and uh, We'd been working. I got home late and got to church, and, and I was tired. I said, Holy Ghost, I need your help. I said, I need a little boost here, a Holy Ghost boost, a little, little push here to keep my eyelids open. <laughs> but you know, if I sat there and I thought about it long enough, I would have took me a little nap instead of praying. And that's what would happen with our whole walk with God. If we just keep you know, pushing off and saying all oh, this and all oh, that and making excuses every step of the way of why we're not living the way that we need to be living, why we're not taking the time to take precautions and take, you know, put things in order, then what's going to happen? We're always going to be doing that. And day after day keeps rolling by and rolling by and, rolling, and year after year keeps going by. And we're still in the same situation, doing the same old things, keep saying the same, oh, I'm going to get there. Oh, I'm going to do that. Oh, this will work out. Oh, oh no, 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 no. You just need to take a little time, and you need to just say, I'm done with it. I'm through with it. I'm sick of it. And you need to take a step of faith and say, I'm going to do this the way I need to do it. I'm going to make my petition known right now. And I'm going to stand upon the word that God has given me and the promise that God has given me. I want you to know, so many times we're so close to receiving what we need from God. And we're so close from stepping into a realm of God that we can't understand. But we just stay where we're at. And we just get by. And we just keep struggling from day to day. If you'll just lift up your heart. And you lift up your mind. You lift up all that you have and say, I'm done. I'm wore out. I can't do it any longer. Because there's going to be a time and a place that eventually you're going to wear yourself so wore and so 
you know, strung out on everything, you're finally going to see, what am I doing? Why am I wasting all this valuable time that God has given me on whatever? Amen. Just take the time right now. The opportunity that God has given us this morning in this house is priceless. And we need to be able to say, Lord, here I am. I'm here right now. I know you're here, he says, in the, in the presence of two or three. He's going to be in the midst of them. He's here. You can feel the Holy Ghost pulling on your heart this morning, tugging and saying, come on, come on. Get what I have for you. And then there's us saying, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for this or whatever it is. You just be obedient to the call of God. And don't limit it. Be obedient to what it's saying. God's calling us in to where we need to be. Calling us in to where we are going to be able to make it. We can't make it out on the outlines. We can't make it on the outskirts rather looking in at what everybody else. We can't make it that way. You're too far. He says, draw close to me. Draw nigh unto me and I'll draw nigh unto you. I'm going to draw nigh to him this morning. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come to him and I'm going to say, Lord, here I am. Please, please let your will be done. I know that I've got things going on after service. I know we've got weeks to come and, and a, a busy week to come and this and that. But right now, this time, we have set aside to come into his presence. We've set aside this hour this morning to come and to worship him and to give him thanks and to give him glory and honor for everything that he's doing. So why don't we do that and only that? Focusing our hearts on eternity. Focusing our minds on what he's got for us. I get so tired of myself sometimes. I'd, I'll be praying and sometimes the old mind don't stop. I was praying the other morning and oh, you're late, you're late, you're late, you're late. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. And I'm like, oh, whatever, stop. And go back to praying. And, oh, oh, you gotta take, yeah, I gotta do this. And oh, you gotta let the dog out. Oh, you gotta take the trash out. And all these things. Probably, and I, and I, I stood up, I was pressing. Okay, all right. I'm about to have a fist fight with myself. Okay, stop it, stop it, stop it. I've got to pray. I've got to get the Holy Ghost. I've, I've got to get going here this morning. I, I, I can't keep, your mind keeps going and going and going, all these things. You, just, you, got, you got to put your foot down. Say, stop. It stops right here. It stops right back there at that door. It ain't coming in with me. It's staying out there, and when I leave out there, I'll pick it all back up and go back to whatever I do. But when I come through those doors, it's time for church. It's not time for anything else besides church. I've come to worship. I've come to praise. I've come to lift up. I've come to be encouraged. I've come to lay down everything. That's what I'm going to do right now. Let's lift up our hearts. Let's lift up our hands. Let's make our, our need known to Him right now. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus, for this time. I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for your blood that you've shed. I thank you for your Holy Ghost that I feel right now. Oh, I thank you, Jesus.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. There's only one thing you've got to keep in mind this morning. That choir was singing, he's got all the power in his hand. He's got the answer to every one of the situations in this house this morning. He's already got it. And he is ready to do it in your life. Right now. See, that's, that's the thing about, one of the many things I love about God is, is in this world you do business and they say, oh, we'll get back to you. Oh, yeah, I'll get that together. We'll get back to you in a couple weeks and let you know how that's going to turn out. All these different things. But see, see, God doesn't work that way. As soon as your need is big enough, and, and as soon as your need is bigger than your pride and bigger than what you think, and you're ready to turn over to him, just like that, he's going to give it to you. He's going to give you the Holy Ghost. He's going to give you the strength, the victory that you need as soon as you're ready. Amen. Amen. Are you ready this morning? Are you ready to step out by faith? Are you ready to tell the devil, no longer are you going to rule my life? No longer are you going to make my life a struggle? No longer am I going to be bound up by your ideas and your ways? No. No, no, no. I'm going to stand in faith this morning. Knowing in the God that I'm calling upon has all power in heaven and in earth. Amen. He tells us when we are baptized in his name that we have received that power. And so I'm going to access, or I'm going to turn on that power this morning. And I'm going to say, Lord, I need this. I need this more than anything else. And I'm not going to leave the same way. I'm not going to leave bound up. I'm not going to leave wrapped up in my cares. But I'm going to release it. I'm going to leave it at this altar. And I'm going to walk away changed by the Holy Ghost. We can't change ourselves. No matter how many times you say, I'm going to stop. No matter how many times you're going to say, oh, oh, this, I'm not going to do it the same way longer. You're going to do it. Because you don't have the strength in yourself to do it. You have to have the strength of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Let's worship Him right now. Let's give Him thanks. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you are worthy, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's come this morning calling upon His name. You are worthy, Lord. close to you never let me go I lay it all down again just to hear you say that I'm your friend Lord you are mine 
my way. 